0: Thank you so much for making our trip to New York so special.
1: Yeah, Columbus is gonna seem boring after this. Well, we've saved the best for last.
0: Oh, yeah, Donald's right. This is the hottest restaurant in New York right now.
2: Yeah, you're in for a real treat. Uh,
0: I'm so excited.
2: Uh, hi there, folks. Uh, welcome, everyone. I'm Aston. Thank you for joining us. Now, who here is familiar with how we do things?
0: Oh, well, two are and two aren't.
2: Oh. Us two, yes. Them two, no. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Since you guys are pros, I'm going to let them fill you in uh, as you go. Uh, your server will be with you in a moment. And uh, here is your glory hole. Enjoy
0: (laughs) Terrific, thank you Uh, what is that? Yeah, uh, why is that there? Oh, well, uh, back in the day, this building was one of the most infamous underground sex parlors in the meatpacking district. Now, this is all going way back to the 70s, before this neighborhood was commercialized and, you know, sanitized. Yeah, and people would come here and they would stick their business through those holes. And now it's a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, cool.
1: According to you, from South Lake Union, Seattle, Washington, Studio Two One Two, part of the Soundcasting Network. This is going to be episode one hundred twenty-two. Double deuces.
2: Ooh. Mix it up.
1: Grill. How long, steak, Mister? If you say you're gonna drop it, I'm gonna fucking get the flamethrower and roast that goddamn afro off of your head. It's in the
2: window, Chef. It's in the window.
1: Thank you. Oh God. Should have gave me a five out so we could have well, started. Oh shit.
2: Well, the fucking saute guy was holding up all day. Garmentier is fucked. Guy dropped the goddamn creme brulee again. Here we fucking are, Chef. I'm sorry, but here we fucking are. Let's get back up. Let's get back on track, boys. Let's, get <laughs> Let's refocus,
1: re- regroup. Okay, we're not gonna let this. Uh, one table, hold us back, okay? Uh, I'm going to be one of the hosts of this podcast. My name is going to be Bobby Stills in the building. And sitting next to me is uh, the Puerto Rican in a fro, always cooking at auto, winning awards, Chef of the Year 2018. Introduce yourself, sir.
2: Hi, I'm Eric. Uh, thank you. Those are actually really nice. And I don't realize if you realized you rhymed a little bit at the beginning of that. That mm. was actually... I thought you wrote that down for half a second. I got excited. But thank you for the uh, congratulations. It's uh, really surprising, to be honest. <laughs> it really is. It's <laughs> like, what, what fucking joke did I play on somebody? We'll get to that in uh, a second. But it's cool.
1: Thank you. Producer dropping a Aducer, Risotto Kid. Pasta Prince. Yeah. Popper of Popper Dell. Rad Regatoni. <laughs> Father of Fettuccine. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, the leader of the Soundcasting Network. His name is going to be Queef Boogie. What's up, G? <laughs> yeah. Smoke another one, bro. I know. Smoke another so one. High right this now. guy at the beginning of the <laughs> this guy at the beginning of the podcast, I was trying to like I was trying to do the intro and he I thought he made the funniest joke in the world. I am I'm happy to see my friend so really and my producer laugh that hard, even though something wasn't that funny. But I've still I'm glad he got that much joy out of it. He may have tinkled a little bit. I also I did not get joy out of it. Eric, you got joy I got, out of yeah, that, it. Yeah, right? it's really good. Ingrid, any joy? Did you have joy in that? Somewhat joy. I've seen that face. She's happy about the <laughs> NHL. She's happy about the NHL coming back. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Here we
2: go. So yes,
1: who did you pay? How did this happen?
2: Uh, I didn't pay anyone, but I feel like I've won some weird like lottery. To be honest, yeah. Um, so you know, a few weeks ago, they sent a photographer in, and I have no idea what it was for. Uh, they were like, "Hey, you want an award? We can't tell you." And so I, I just thought it was like, <laughs> "Hey, you want you want
1: an award? We can't tell you yeah. what the award is." Yeah.
2: So I was like, "Oh, good. It's you know biggest piece of shit of the year. Awesome. Been the waiting biggest for that piece one. <laughs> of shit of the year.
1: I've been trying to win that for a long yeah, time. Yeah.
2: But uh, no, it worked out like really cool. I was super surprised because they had the the." Eater or, or the uh, the the poll critics, yeah. Uh, the re- the
1: readers the readers poll re- readers poll uh, went to uh, the chef at Homer.
2: Yeah, and so oh, no no no, it didn't. It went to the the lady, the chef. Who's your lady? She does the Indian food pop ups. Oh, sem- she- Sempath. Yeah, so she won, and then uh, I thought that was the end of it. I didn't know there was going to be an her actual restaurant, Kirk, Kirky, something like that. I don't. I'm terrible Kirk-y. at that game. I mean, names are terrible anybody funny. been there? Anybody? 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 Well, if we we had a tasting because she was going to do a, an incubator pop up at her place. It was pretty damn good. Yeah, I've uh, heard good things. It was things. pretty damn good. I don't right? know where the fuck it's at. Nor so congratulations to her and all the other people. Um, yeah, and then we won an award. So thanks to Eater Seattle. Adam Callahan, Megan Hill, Jack Variano, Susie Pratt, everybody there who's super fucking cool and rat And honestly, like looking at the people who've won it before that actually have restaurants for real. (laughs) 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 And then it's just me. Um, It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That like is. It. Let's run. Th- we'll run through the list real quick.
1: Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Monica. She won for Restaurant of the Year. Little at Neon Taco. L- little Neon Taco, which
2: I have not right been to yet. Next it's- to that really cool bar as well. Um, what, is, what is the name of it? that bar next to it? That we go to? Hideout. Maracho, hideout, yeah. Maracho. Yeah, it's good. Good little one two punch there from both places. I enjoy that. I enjoy the Hideout. Uh, my problem with the Hideout, though, is. Uh, The art there, I feel, is very overpriced. That's fine. I mean, that's a good thing, but... If I had that kind of space with those tall walls like that, that's exactly what I'd want. You need to fill it up. It's great. We don't want to sell the art, right? I mean, or do you want to sell the art? We have art in our restaurant, and some of it I've actually bought because I I was like, that actually needs to stay here, Okay, which is cool. But they're selling other people's art, and I actually know, like,
1: it comes, I was there, uh, I don't know, probably like two weeks ago. Great industry night they have there at the hideout. I haven't been. Um, They do cool, good good karaoke there. Good drinks. But... They give you a list, like a cocktail list, but it's for the art. That's fantastic. On the wall, and I have friends that have art up there. But I'm like, fuck, I'm not paying this, man. This, yeah, I would, I'd give this guy, my friend, a hand job before I'd pay this oh. price for this art. I just give him five dollars then. You do that. have a lot of art in your house. Yeah. I do. I haven't enough walls in my house for the art that I have. Mm. Get some callus on those hands. I already callus, my friend. Good and good and ready to go.
2: Uh, oh my God! How did we <laughs> get on the this topic? Fuck, are we going? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, Reader's Choice went to Homer for Restaurant yeah. of the Year. Not you were up for uh, Otto. Was up for no, we weren't. Restaurant? No, no, no. Reader's Choice? No, just no. me. Just you?
2: Yeah, my restaurant doesn't count. It's not a real restaurant. Um, Deep Dive
1: one for Design of the Year. Yeah, whatever. I'm glad it was not up for Bar of the Year because. Uh, I'm not paying $17 for a cocktail.
2: Or I'm not paying $18 for a fucking hot dog <laughs> because it just has a core on it and everybody goes, it has caviar. I'm like, not the same thing.
1: Calm down. But that, fuck If You guys have not been to Deep Dive. I won't go. Go. I refuse. Go. I it refuse. is fucking beautiful. But I,
2: I don't care about the, the space, aesthetic. The space. Right. But It just feels good can, regal. It feels good being in that space. I understand that. But does that mean that it's going to be like a great drink or great well, food? Well, you don't even one? have to go have a drink, That's man. what I'm saying. I'll look at the pictures online. I'll have a drink at home. <laughs> <laughs> Save 18 fucking dollars. Jesus.
0: Or just get drunk beforehand and wander through.
2: Oh, it's, fuck, it's man. Virtu- that's why you're the-
0: Virtual reality soon. Brilliant.
1: Man. Google Home or something like uh, that. Bar of the year. Dynasty. Good, I like that place. Shout out to all the homies down there doing doing things. People are there.
2: nice. Uh, and Electric Coffin designed that space, so. Shout out Patrick, yeah.
1: Electric Coffin.
2: Um,
1: uh, Reader's choice was uh, Bar Supreme, which yeah, uh, stellar. I'm super happy that uh, he Bingo
2: got Bingo every shine. Monday night. Nice pizzas. Cam killing it. The Fullers killing it.
1: Uh, Bakery of the year: Deep Sea Sugar and Salt in Georgetown. I think they're doing really cool stuff, yeah. but I'm never...
2: They were in the trailers for a little while, and then they That's upgraded. Right.
1: Upgrade your gray matter. That's a good story.
2: You know, if people kind of like hustling and working up from... I've watched a couple yeah. of different
1: businesses do that. That's
2: cool. Uh, so, because we're talking
1: about Eater, and nominations just came out for Eater's Young Guns. Yes. And... There have been... Uh, now, what I like about this whole Eater Young Guns thing, we can talk about what we like and we don't like. What I like is that it just doesn't encompass
2: uh, people that are cooking or, you know... I think it's... I. The only way that I... The only reason I say it misses the mark is because there's some people that go later in life into a career and they don't, mic, they don't hit it, you know, under 30. They say there's like... If you've been in the industry for less than three or five years also, then that's a thing too, but... I think it just takes a little time, man. I don't yeah, know, to, like, to get your bearings. Yeah, it takes a little yeah, time. No, to like, find give yourself. Time. Yeah, to give, give the people some time to kind of get going and... I think if you peak too early, that's the worst thing that can happen. You know, if you get an Eater Young Gun thing and you win that and you're like barely out the door, you're like, fuck.
0: The pressure is a motherfucker. It is. You got to keep that up. And the first time you fail, it's not going to be like somebody else failing. It's going to be a thing.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've seen people who have been like 30 under 30 on Forbes list and all this other stuff. And then they get to be like 31 and they're done. It's over.
1: Well, that was kind of my issue, too, was that I have seen people on this list that I know personally that are not—I wouldn't put them in the category as a of, a of a young gun. I think they're talented and they have skills, but by no means should they be written up or nominated for some sort of award because they fucking suck. I've, um, so I'm not yeah. saying—I'm not saying anything in particular. No. I'm just saying that when— just because you're nominated for something you're up for an award, no disrespect to you. No, I, get Eric, it. I totally Or get you even it. win an award, it doesn't mean that you you are you encompass that that award.
0: Totally. I don't Half think of I'm these gonna... things are fucking marketing games and fucking I get it. It's all PR bullshit anyway. a, a lot of times. Because it relies on a lot of shit that like, and we've talked about this before who the fuck has time to go everywhere to decide what's best
2: right I mean I've nominated people for the Young Guns Award nah. I've nominated people for 30 Under 30 and all these types nah. of awards and you know I've had uh, people from the magazines, you know, Seattle Met, mag- you know, Seattle Magazine, they reach out to me and they ask me, "Who do you think is this type of person?" And I've give them, you know, my honest opinion and said, "How about this person?" You know, and and it's a cool thing. It's it's more about like a community level at that point, but it's tough to be in that position, you know, saying like, "Okay, now you're this young gun. What's the next step?" Because that's the next thing anybody's waiting for you, and you're like, "Well, what did I really accomplish?"
1: I'm I'm just I not know. I'm just not sure of exactly what encompasses a young gun.
0: The other thing I'd be interested to know is how many young guns actually go on to do what's expected of somebody who wins that.
2: Sure, I mean not probably not many. With I mean that could be for anything. I mean I could be chef of the year this year and then I could be out of business in a month. Sucking do you know what I mean? That's the just corner. the way it goes. But, so, but,
0: but my question is, if that's the case, where Zimmerin style, you know. <laughs> Well, listen, here's
1: okay. I will read off, and maybe some of our listeners, you know, some friends of the show or something, might know somebody that encompasses.
2: A maybe younger. we should have our own awards. How about that? How about we have our own awards for people that we think are fucking killing it in this industry in Seattle, who probably don't necessarily would be on a, the radar. We should start a tire company. Like off the radar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a bunch of holes in it. Um, <laughs> like off the radar kind of chefs that just kind of like they, we know they're fucking hustling when they're, they're kicking yeah. ass, but they probably don't have a marketing department. No. They probably don't have time to spend on Instagram no. like I do. And then they no. probably you know, just aren't, you know, whatever. I think that'd be cool. That would be cool. I don't know if we can get that organized though. We could. I Maybe mean, we could. I have some friends that organize. We do a, an sure.
1: award ceremony every year. I think that uh, we'll see, there's enough can, of us in the industry we that we this. could
2: throw ourselves yeah, a party. We could do the ceremony at my place. Let's do it. Right. Done.
1: Done. Yeah. Game over.
2: See? Um, so can what we light is, shit on fire at our award show? I have a flamethrower now. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so exactly what is an Eater Young Gun? Okay, Since 2012, Eater has honored up-and-coming talent in the American hospitality uh, sector Eater's Young Guns are the most inspiring young chefs, restaurateurs, sommeliers, managers, and hospitality professionals in the country. More than just promising talents, these makers and doers are the leaders we want to see in our restaurant industry. Now, who might you ask is respon- is eligible to be an Eater Young Gun? Anyone in the hospitality industry in the United States under the age of thirty. No old people. Sorry, fuckers. Uh, or- <laughs> Or who has been in the field for at least, or in the field for less than five years, as of January fifteenth of two thousand nineteen. These are the stars in the making who deserve attention for work they're putting in and the values that uphold they uphold as they do it. Yeah. So I don't really know what the fuck that means.
2: I mean, Uh, you can nominate anybody. Is what that means, right?
0: As long as they're nice and young and nice,
2: young, cool people.
1: I feel, but I feel like if you're some ugly Latino dude in the back of the house who, like, you know, nobody's gonna vote just for shuts it. the fuck up yeah, and nobody's does, gonna and vote does for his that. job, but he's like the backbone of your line. You know what I'm saying? He He's actually, the chef is like not doing shit and he's in his office and he's like giving him a recipe. No, no, no. Recipe and say, <clears throat> make this for me. And then he comes and goes, hey, and changes a couple of things on the recipe and gives it back. It's like, he doesn't get the accolades. He doesn't no,
2: get the... No, the only accolade that person gets is to be non-named for when the chef actually wins something then they say, I have some really badass dishwasher. I have a really <laughs> badass line cook. They never fucking name him, but their yeah. name is badass. Yeah. And if they say, Say badass to the actual Hispanic person, they probably don't even know what the fuck that means because they only speak Spanish. And he's just like, I don't know what that means, but I know if I left, you'd be super fucked. Yeah. So it's always this like, Shitty and, kind of thing, and there's and that's not
1: that. There's exceptions. There are people who give it up for
2: how many? You know, no, 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 no. What I was a, like, here's my here's where I get fucking feisty. How come they never name them? And how come they never make him the chef of their fucking restaurant? Yeah, that's my issue. Because that never fucking. How come happens. their name? Isn't that on the that? How come their name isn't on the menu that they, that they created? Right.
0: Who was the guy that showed up on? It was on one of Board Dance shows, and they were talking about yeah. the guy's fish. Uh, his, his his fish butcher. Mm-hmm. And they said that when this guy went on vacation, uh, it took. Two people I think it's Lib Runner Den. It might have been. Yeah, Lib yeah. But, like, th- that was one of the first times you but ever But
2: when's the last time you ever saw that motherfucker get mentioned on anything that Eric well, Repair won? <laughs> no shit. Zero times. Yeah. They just got recently named, like, the best restaurant out of a thousand restaurants. They were number one, and it's like, Eric Repair, blah, 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 blah. Where's your fish butcher at? What's yeah. his name? <laughs>
0: Who's he? But that was the first time, like, you really ever saw that kind of person getting recognition on something on that level.
2: I Dude, yeah, but a, a shout-out on a fucking TV episode is different than, hey, we just won this award. Let me bring up my guy on stage with me. Nobody's bringing anybody up I on know the stage. that. I know. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. They're not even flying
0: them to the awards. I know.
2: I know. That's wild.
1: Speaking of the awards, I guess they just renewed, uh, James Beard just uh, renewed their contract. They're staying in Chicago for another 10 years. They'll probably stay there forever,
2: honestly. Good for them. It's a great town.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I've never been there. Chicago? Nope. We should go one day. I'll take you. That'd be awesome. A, I mean, I got plenty of
2: places we can stay. I no, I, the homies and stuff. That's that fine. In, so we can stay at homies' not. houses, but we, yeah. we can go do some fun stuff there. Mob around.
1: Yeah, man. Um, check back in with uh, Zimmern. Yeah. Um, Shitty
0: review. Lucky Cricket opened. Um, My favorite quote from the whole thing I don't think that the diners of Middle America, an increasingly diverse and worldly bunch, would be satisfied with the experience is actually worse than food court Chinese.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, the guy. Got on his little media hype train, got his investors, got everybody out, and he was trying to play the I'm a TV guy, you should trust me game because you have for so long, and that never translates into I can actually make some fucking food good. What the fuck? Because here's the thing, if you're going to open a restaurant – they also talked about in the article about, hey, he pops in every once in a while and he's here. Is he the fucking guy making the food? Is he the guy that's teaching everybody how to make the food? Is he walking everybody hand in hand to execute and put the food on the table and do all this stuff? Probably not.
1: Well, that was one of the that was one of the questions that some of the reviewers wrote about it. Is that he was there, he was popping in and out of. Right. He was expediting. But what they're saying is
2: So he was like a hotel executive chef.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. But what they're saying is, is is it worse because he was there and the food was was being served like that? Or was he actually fucking looking at the fucking food? How it it. was plated, and then saying that's okay to serve to people.
2: Here's what I think. You know which which is which is worse. Here's what I think is it happening on your watch. Yeah. Or you looking at it and saying that's servable. I think it's more of a this is my restaurant than I am the chef. So I think he's using this as a licensing deal to kind of get this thing going where he's slapping his name a la Trump style on stuff and whether they manage and handle logistics and operations. It's a different story. It's like any other. So he goes, I'm going to open a hundred of these. You know, they have an R&D team that's putting out the recipes, that's doing all the stuff, that's packaging all the shit up and he's not in the fucking mix. And
0: the the guy writing the check is a fucking investment bro from Wall Street who's saying, okay, I'm not worried about the food. I'm worried about can we turn a profit? How soon can we do it? And when can I fucking make my exit?
2: And his, his thing was, we're going to do 100 of these. So if you want to do 100 of them effectively over a period of time, your ROI is going to be at a very short period. You're going to start churning money. So his take is probably 3 to 7% on a deal that he's taking somewhere after profit. And he's just clapping his name on it because they're using him as a media TV personality yeah. somewhere in the Midwest. The and shit. he's like the great white savior of Chinese food, apparently. And that's fucking crazy, too. And but well, that's the, the way it works. And the
0: crazier thing is, is that let's be real. He got his entire shtick was just eating disgusting shit.
2: Right. Right. And eating it in a way that was like kind of patronizing to the people. Because he'd be like, oh, actually, this is delicious. And they're like, yeah, motherfucker, I know that eyeballs are delicious. You don't have to like over (laughs) over hype it because this is what we eat. You don't have to like, you know, put it on camera and be like, I've never seen anybody eat eyeballs. It's like no shit.
0: So it's like, Do you necessarily expect that he gives a shit about good tasting food?
2: I think the only way that restaurant is going to be successful is if he sits next to the guest and tells them how good it is before they eat it. Yeah, I mean, he could sell it like it, that. It, it, that would be the only way to do it. it if lo- he fucking, the tableside Zimmern, you pay for it as a supplement on your menu. He comes to you and eats it right before you do it and goes, this is amazing. And then people just fucking I, shoot I mentality. Just, I just don't see this. I don't see
0: this restaurant lasting. At all. Dude, have you seen Bahama Breeze? I think it'll be fine. Oh, They'll be fine. Fuck. But
2: they're 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 owned by like Anheuser-Busch though. So they can do whatever the fuck they want. Dar- they're owned by Darden, right? But they, Anheuser-Busch has a deal with it's them to do like Darden. all of yeah, all of their alcohol and all the crazy shit. So they can sit there and do like shitty Mai Tais and stuff for like two cents on the dollar and charge 10 and make money. One of the times I took a break from the restaurant industry, I took a day job,
1: which was a really cool day job, and it was a focus group mediator, right? That's
2: great. Did you laugh at that. I didn't. I didn't laugh. I, I ate was tacos that. <laughs> my apologies.
1: That was hot sauce. So I was I was a focus group mediator, and the problem was was that I had come from the food industry, and we had people come in to test food. Oh, that's fun. And it was for you know smaller companies like maybe a chocolate company or something yeah. like that, and we would get uh, A, B, and C. And one was made in the factory, one was handmade, mm-hmm. and one was like super, super fancy stuff. And they would ask, you know, which is what's your favorite brand of these ramen noodles or whatever right, the fuck right. it was. And almost nine times out of 10, somebody would choose the shitty, shitty stuff mm-hmm. of what was their favorite. And I think that's because they've just been served shitty food their Forever. entire life. Right. And so I think that Zimmern probably hits the nail on the head with most of these people in the Midwest as to what they think is authentic Chinese-American food, and he's serving it to be upscale even though it is as shitty
0: as I mean, he basically food is court. the fucking happy version of P.F. Chang's. He's trying to be, but I don't think he can get off the... I mean, it, it, he sounds like he
2: has a shit ton of money already waiting for him, so he can try to see if he can do whatever he wants, yeah. but it's just crazy. He's like tuk-tuks and like tiki things <laughs> like all this which, crazy stuff. Which
0: Chinese are you here there? Buddy? And it's not even, it's just so <laughs> it's weird because that's,
2: that's such like a dumb thing to go. How do we design this place to look like all of the Asian cultures when it's not? And we're still trying to be a Chinese place to tell people in Minnesota that they're all fucking wrong. It's like, all you're doing is adding to any stereotype by doing yeah, what you're doing yeah. and you're okay with it because I'm a TV personality and it's like, you can't
1: do you know? No. Do you know the name of his PDR?
2: His PDR,
1: his private dining room. Oh, was, I you,
2: remember it being something stupid. It's called the Kung Fu
1: room. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you were saying that. You gotta. You gotta That's pretty good.
2: Up. What the uh, Kung Fu what? Kung, kung Fu room. Kung Fu room. <laughs> kung <laughs> Fu room. That's good. That's actually pretty good. Um, it's fucking racist, but it's good. Super, super.
1: This dude's an idiot. That's man. pretty stupid. The fucking food looks terrible. But, uh, shout out to you for uh, to. Mr. Zimmerman, for secure that bag, baby. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Dude. I mean, it's not like he's going to be like, Oh, my restaurant failed. I have to go back to <laughs> cash. Next baby. You know, for him, it's like, who gives a shit? It's not my money anyway. Uh, more things a little bit
1: more closer to, uh, uh, local Seattle, uh, area yep. food news. We want to spit out there real quick. Um, uh, this is, th- I found this pretty funny. So Tim's Cascade Chips. I love them. You know, so my do favorite. I. favorite. I do too. Well, they also own the Hawaiian brand potato yeah. chips. They bought oh, them. Also amazing. Bought them years ago. Um, shout out to my distributor. He was hooking up the bags for the Lolo. Yeah. <laughs> But they are in the middle of a fucking lawsuit. About what? With a group of people uh, in Washington that are saying they were misled into purchasing these products because they thought that the, the Hawaiian potato chips were made in Hawaii. Oh, my God. Or at least Hawaiian potatoes.
2: <laughs> so, so what is that? How how much fucking time and resources do people have to like get angry about that?
0: I, th- th- it, it could, it's, it's not a time and resource question it's 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 a percentage question it's like is this gonna is there a good percentage chance that i could win this lawsuit based right. on 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 the, the misleading nature of the title and they're gonna look at that and they're gonna weigh that against how many lawyers hours they can get to get donated to it because i okay. gonna take it on contingency
2: is kentucky fried chicken made
0: in kentucky but I didn't say it, people it, but are it's, smart. it's Kentucky Fried.
2: I'm just it's saying. Not, it's fried not, in but, the
0: method uh, of the Kentuckian. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Speaking of
1: that Royal Rumble, K- uh, Colonel Sanders was one of the, oh my God. the characters in the Royal Rumble. I
2: want Rumble. KFC right now.
1: They do chicken right,
2: Damn apparently. It.
1: Well, <laughs> the reason why I found this story interesting to me right. was because is this the same I don't believe maybe this lawsuit has some validity to it. For sure. But if you go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and they say they are serving Japanese wagyu beef. Yes. And you find out they are charging you money and you are misled into thinking that they are serving you Japanese wagyu beef and you are not, is there a case for a lawsuit against that restaurant? I would
2: say yes because <clears throat> there's a there's a a price difference that you're misleading your guests with because importing beef from Japan is very different than having a Kobe beef cow that's raised in Washington. So if I said, hey, it's a Kobe beef cow that I have here, and it's Japanese cow, but we raised it here, different story than like misleading people the
0: other way. Well, and so like if you go to John Howie over in Bellevue right. and you walk in, they've got the fucking case. Right. And it's like, yo, you get your Australian, you got your yep. American, you get yeah. Japanese. Here's all the prices for all. Of it. Exactly. They're really clear about it. If you tell me I'm getting Japanese shit and, and it's you're not, not a dumbass waiter who just fucked up because you wanted to impress a customer. Eh. But
2: there's a lot of restaurants here. What? 10, 12 years ago when it was actually starting to become not illegal anymore to have it. Um, that were putting on like Wagyu beef and saying it was that and charging like $20. And I was always like, and that shit costs people. a lot fucking more than that.
0: Well, it's the same thing with like the sushi places that are giving you like whatever fucking catch of the day they could sl- uh, slam in there is whatever you ordered.
2: Yeah. Or they changed the brand name of something like white tuna, even though it's Escalar. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah. And it's, it's not just beef.
2: You know what I'm saying? And
1: saying when somebody says it's like free range or non GMO organic, you right. know, and it's not, it, it is it, do you think, you know, that is it s- fraud?
0: Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It definitely could.
1: Is. And this is what my question is. Could somebody win a lawsuit that way? I, do you, maybe, think maybe these people could win this lawsuit.
2: Maybe, but at the end of the day, whoever wins any money from it, it's going to be like a class action lawsuit thing where the attorneys get all the money and everybody who bought potato chips from the last 10 years is going to get like 20 cents in the mail. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. I'll take, I'll take cents. my 20
1: cents <laughs> <laughs> it on some real Hawaiian chips shit. You get one <laughs> yeah, You, you get know
2: one when I was chip. in Hawaii I didn't see chips anywhere And didn't I've been like a few Spanish. different They just serve like mac and cheese I right? know and I love that shit it's uh, a thousand times better than any uh, fucking potato chip uh, That I could ever have
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is but that's because it's good <laughs> Speaking like, of yes. Speaking of going out and getting a drink tonight Last time I spoke, yeah. spoke with you and we were supposed to be going to get a drink You were hanging Rain out checks. at the twilight exit Yes uh, Twilight Exit has recently. Wait, was I? Yes. Twilight then you, Exit? Yeah. And then you, no. And then you went, didn't you go across the street? No. Oh, no, you're at the neighbor lady. That wasn't me. Uh-uh. Oh, I was at the shit. neighbor lady. I was
2: like, where are you? Where the yeah. fuck am I?
1: Well, Twilight Exit is uh, <laughs> recently been sold to um, a Capitol Hill developer, Liz Dunn. She's the person that built Chop House Row. And uh, they're probably going to end up tearing down, down yeah. Twilight Exit. Mm. So,
2: I, yeah. Not happy that about that. Too no, bad.
1: Another problem with development. Also, Ethan Stoll sold his uh, Barcodo.
2: But he, he had that on sale for a long time. I mean, plenty of time. Somebody finally bought there.
1: it. Yeah, I know. Do you know who bought it? No. Which I don't know where the fuck these guys have been at lately. The guys from Via Trib. Oh, wow. That That is very they surprising. They're on vacation, to me. apparently. I don't know where the fuck that... they <laughs> went back to Italy. <laughs> went back to Italy. You know all their ovens they built in all their Via Trib? They fly every single piece of product for their wood fire ovens from italy i'm not surprised
2: that's that's kind of a thing like why would you buy the from over here the tile's right, different. different exactly you know I
1: mean? but that's got to cost so much money yeah uh um,
2: but i figured you know okay so if that's those things are pretty much will never go down you know what i mean so if i buy like a combi oven or I buy an oven yeah like a standard oven the shit's gonna break in three to seven years and then it costs a bunch of money to fix that is a one-time purchase yeah that is you will never buy that fucking thing again so you're going to spend a lot of money to import it and build it and have it, but you're tossing a piece of wood in there. It's great.
0: There's a joint down by the stadium called King Street Station. Yeah. It has a huge pizza oven that they are just like super proud of. Mm-hmm. I haven't eaten there yet. I, it's a cool thing, man. It's a cool it thing. Is. I don't I
2: don't see it as, it's not, it's not something that I would put in my restaurant. I just don't. Believe that kind of energy is something that I want to be Burning. harnessing off of my restaurant. There's there's better ways. to do it. There's more efficiency involved.
0: We had a wood you fire. It, it, it's
2: too much attention. You have too much attention. You have to pay to it. It's not even that, man. It's like there are different ways to fire things now because we live in 2018 yeah. that if I'm going to fire something on charcoal it's usually something really small like I have a binchotan grill yeah. like Conroe grill you yeah. know yeah. I'm not going to run my whole kitchen off fucking fire I'm not just making pizzas tradition shit. man what about tradition I, get, I, I don't have tradition <laughs> we I, don't, used to do, I, don't I knew that was going to be his answer yeah, I just don't man Like that shit we live in the future there's very efficient ways to fire things now yeah. and saying I'm going to put a log in this motherfucker and tend that log and tend have log. you cooked and I mean have you cooked yes. You have cooked in kitchens yes. with wood fire, yeah, like ovens. Jasper ovens and yeah, all that kind of shit. Yeah. They're fucking great. You, they're great. I see. I don't see it as like an all year round type of thing. They're for hard me. to cook in. They're very hard to cook in. Uh, I've gotten really good at it, just from my own like wanting to burn stuff since I've been like you know able to talk and move and realize mm. what's going on. Um, but I, I just I would never build a restaurant that way.
1: What do you think of the, uh, about the the oven at uh, Miller's Guild?
2: It's so funny. <laughs> it's really cool looking, uh, functionality wise. I don't think it's up to up to snuff. I think those guys just saw a picture of Echibari and were like fuck yeah we need to have that that's the la- very first thing <laughs> they put in there they built I, I that understand entire that. restaurant I understand around that, around that yeah and then they got in trouble for their hood system and they got in trouble for like all this other stuff and they didn't do it right and they got almost fine and kicked out but yeah uh, cool let's line them all up and fuck it all up great uh, but yeah I think they saw a picture of like what was going on at your bar do you remember, remember seeing that yeah. on, on Anthony Bourdain's show and everybody goes holy shit you just gotta build this custom thing and it's yeah, got these little levers fired. and all this stuff there's a difference to me than that. It, it goes back to this like old bro mentality of you're oh, fire good. You know, and people think of it that way as cooking. It's sexy. Put a log on there, we'll be fine. And then everybody started to do it. You yeah. know, all of a sudden, like five, six years ago, you have Ryder that's downtown now too. That's the same kind of way they did this firewood <laughs> oven. you been there drill. to eat yet? <laughs> That's not gonna happen, man. It's that I'm not. That's not gonna happen. Not, you're not good. I'm do sorry. It. It's just not gonna. I'm ha- not gonna do it either. I just don't get excited about c- I, shit like that. No, I'm not either. And it's, it's it's for pretty, what it pretty. is. It's the the menu reads like, hey, what? How many buzzwords can we have about it's being pretty. in the Northwest? And to me, I'm like, I'm fucking from here, that and none huge. of that stuff is. So I can go to fucking any store and buy that they right a now. They
1: have huge fucking staff.
2: They're a hotel. They should. Fucking A. dude. It's a hotel. It's at the end of the day, it's a fucking hotel. I've worked in a hotel, and I get it. I understand what the deal is and great it's a buzzword thing for a new space and good for them awesome not my thing it's I, hard to be I, that guy i want i i want i want to
1: try it though but i i know that the disappointment is coming
2: it, you're gonna spend like 150 dollars and, and you're gonna not, walk out of the like, it was like, good it was that's yeah how, that's it it
1: was good it was good but nothing that i'm gonna write home about right or speak
2: about on and that's show. too
1: bad unfortunately i don't want to be that guy but I mean, I don't want to
2: be that guy either. But, but I, I am. Like, I feel like there's other restaurants and other people that deserve that kind of like 150 we, more than anybody. We else. don't. We used to on this show. A lot of times, we used to
1: go to new restaurants yeah. here and we would and we would talk about it. And yeah. we would not critique it so much, but we'd say mostly what we liked about it and maybe what we didn't like there about it. There was some it. shit talking.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love shit talking. Honest, but I don't want to do
1: that anymore because that's it's fine. it's I don't want to do it anymore well, because it's just it's like I no, the reason why I don't want to do it anymore is because I'm not going to spend my fucking money at those places. Well, I'm, I'm just not
2: going to go try it. Well, can I just say this? Would I rather That's not me. That one's not me. That my phone doesn't ring. So who gets the nasty stare? Who is it? Ingrid? Nope. That oh guy. Uh, so on my side, I, I always look at it like this. I do. How many times can I go to Fobok for that? Because I know if I go to Fobok, I'm going to have a fucking good time and the food's going to be good and I don't have to think about it. And I, and I, I want to think about it because it's fucking really good and I can go there instead. I just don't want to waste my money. I wait until one of my... like. You,
1: you, you. Sure. One of my other friends tells me like go check out this. Yeah. Stuff. Like Lucinda, just opened up, right? But why would you go right in the first day? I'm not 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 That's going a to. That's I you know, and I'm yeah. not going to go there just because it's his new place.
2: No, I get it. You know and and you want to support him and do everything else, but you want to yeah. give him a little time to kind of get there. Problems worked out, and yeah. everybody has problems. I don't care who you are. Every yeah. restaurant I've ever been in or seen or whatever, they're gonna have their f- couple problems in the first four to six weeks. Or in my even case, new, six equi- new equipment,
0: new no, equipment breaks. No <laughs> restaurant launch <laughs> has ever gone the way it was designed. No, Never, and no. it's always a fucking holy terror. No,
2: and it's fine. But I mean, uh, on the other side, somebody has to go, otherwise they'll be closed. Right. So it's usually the hype people that get hyped about something. Hype boost. They can put Yeah, they can put shit on like Facebook and be like I'm going to so and so tonight. I'm like they open at 4 and you're already there. Fuck, man. That's crazy. They're like I'm taking the first picture. I'm ate the first thing. And then they go they actually say, "Well, It was okay And I'm like You're going on the first day In the first hour
1: I recently watched I watched the thing on Netflix About uh, like social media Influencers and stuff And it it made me start to think Are there You might know this Are Mm -hmm. there people in Seattle That you can pay Mm -hmm. To put a post About your food Do you want a fucking list I
2: have a list I think There's a fucking list Yeah there's a There's a fucking list Those are also the people That I don't ever Fucking do business with
0: That's crazy. Have you you ever been hit up by an influencer who said, Hey, listen, all the time. Yes.
2: He said this all the fucking time. What was your,
0: what's what's your favorite one?
2: You know what, dude? It's almost all, it's, it's, it seems like they just get together and try to like think of a way, but then every time they pitch it, it's always the same way. It's, Hey man, I'm coming in town or I live here or I do this. I have this many followers. I want to come in and take pictures of your food. And I'm always like, I don't know what that means cuz I don't know if you understand what I do my shit is not like that because I'm gonna turn the lights all the way down in the restaurant you're not gonna be able to see anything or that's another experience or this is another experience. I was like we have more than 40 things so it doesn't make sense well I just at least like to try the stuff and I'm like what are you trying to say do you want to come to dinner like here's a ticket link <laughs> 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 and then I'm like sending him <laughs> links to tickets and they're like, yeah, but I can take pictures. I was like, but do you know I take pictures too? My pictures aren't you bad. Do take pictures. They're on my fucking phone too. All, and then they're day. like, yeah, but this and you can, you know, I have so-and-so followers and I'm like, I send them a link. Uh, there's a, a website where you can put in someone's username Damn. and it shows them how many fake followers they have.
1: Oh yeah. So
2: you can send that to them and I'm like, well, how many of these followers are ones that you bought or are just fake?
1: Because then at the end of the yeah. day,
2: you're still bullshitting me yeah. f- round three, yeah. but usually it doesn't get that far. I, I you know, just go, no, no thanks. <sighs> there, there's people here. So <laughs> without like, I don't want to trash somebody's like money game. I'm going to uh, bring, I'm, I'm going to bring one on. I'm try, I've been trying to get my friend. Do you want one? Uh, no, I, I, got I know my, like 10 my, of
1: them. My friend, I got,
2: <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: But this one isn't, but this one isn't like, this is an organic one. My friend Gabby really liked food. And she started doing it for the love of it. She was working at a bartender or whatever. And it, and it translated her into a job into like a social media company. That's great. Um, and I'm trying to get on the show, but she, it's called grubbing with Gabs. Shout her out. Gabby's the home girl. Um, but she did organically and she's, yeah. she's not one. I don't know if she gets free food. I I was curious like yeah. if she's cause I was like, how the fuck does she eat out three times a day at all these restaurants? I don't know. But she's not that type. I don't she's not that type of person.
2: I would hope so. I don't. But I want to bring her in and ask her. I started you off know? as a food blogger for yeah. a time. Right. Yeah. And so I got invited to restaurants and stuff. And then um, I saw all of these people. I met them. And I would be like, they were doing it for different reasons. I was doing it because I couldn't afford to go eat in restaurants and I couldn't afford And I was still in culinary school and I was like, I just figured out a whole system here. This is great. Like I can go eat at all these restaurants for free and take pictures of them. And I can see what these other chefs are doing and I can just be the food blogger. Right. And I can ask questions that like nobody else would, you know, cause I was, I wanted to be in new. this, I wanted yeah. to be in this industry, you know? Uh, so that was a little uh, thing that I figured out. But then I, I these people, I, I kept on meeting them and seeing them over and over, over the years. It's like 10 years now. And I'm just like, how does nobody else see this shit? You know, on the Seattle foodies, uh, the Facebook thing, there's people on there that comment, hey, where do you guys think we should go? I just went here. It's somebody they work for. Yeah. It's somebody they're doing work for. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, man, I'm just waiting to have that day like last night where I was in a bar and I just want to blast somebody on my Instagram story and just be like, hey, it would be better if you just let them know you work for that fucking restaurant. Yeah. Just be black and white with them. And then you can say, hey, restaurant I work at, this is a place and isn't it really cool? Here's this fun picture. Because even when I'm doing stuff on that Seattle food things, I'm like, yeah, I'm also the owner of auto, but anyway, you don't have a mask. You don't ever, no, you, you don't the have any fake accounts. Dude, I'm Eric. so easy. It's easy to fake fucking accounts. like, like you can Google my shit and figure out who the fuck I am in two yeah. seconds. It's easy. I make it, I make it that way. Cause I want people to know what we're doing. Yeah, We're going to wrap up <laughs> the <you>. show. Holiday <laughs> season is
1: here. So we wanted to give out a couple tips for some gifts you might uh, want to buy for some foodies or friends that you have in the restaurant industry. I know that a lot of people listening to the show aren't yeah, in man. the restaurant industry, but you know, you have loved ones, family members that are in the restaurant industry. So we're going to go around and we're going to list off a couple of our favorite things you might want to buy for some people that either work in the industry or are interested in the culinary arts.
2: I think the coolest thing you could do for somebody is after Christmas happens, like the day after you have your dinner is arrange for them to take their knives from their home and get them sharpened. That'd be fucking cool because a lot of people have really dull knives at home they don't necessarily need, they think the little steel thing that these chefs use well, sharpens your knives no. and it doesn't or they're too scared to sharpen their shin that they bought on a sale or how about a stone buy them a stone
0: it's still that or buy that's my a my, commitment
2: right there i understand that but i, I love just look, my it's an knives. easy yeah, thing so that you do can I, do you can literally take the knives from them after christmas dinner and go i'm gonna bring these back to you in a couple of weeks yeah. and a story look up a guy here in the city named bob tate he's He's really good at sharpening knives, uh, and he's here local. I think he's in Ballard or something like that, Ballard, Fremont, somewhere around there. Um, and get like a range of things, take their knives with you, take them away, bring them back in a couple weeks, it's it's super It's not sharp. that expensive either. It's not, it's no. it's usually a couple bucks per inch, uh, and it's great, it's a good idea. It's pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I know I shouldn't have said that around um, here. <laughs> well, so, speaking of knives, um,
1: how about buying somebody a knife bag? Yes. You know, uh, I, I'm not a big fan of the blocks. And you always see on Amazon, they have those kitschy, kitschy little terrible knife holders or whatever. They fuck your knives. up. Um, I have my all my knives at home and a magnet on my wall. Yes. Those things are pretty cheap, but don't just buy it for them. Install it for them.
2: Don't get know? the magnets if you have carbon steel knives <laughs> <laughs> because they will uh, they'll rust your knife. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, that's make, a little technical. Make thing, sure you dry it off. when that. you get up there. Yeah. Um, but a knife bag. Is yeah, always
1: really good. cool, too, uh, because not everybody is, is keeping their really knife, nice knives sitting out. Nice, know, like noise. nice, nice. Nice, nice,
0: nice. Hi, Chef. Uh, you got a recommendation there, Keith? I- I'm going to keep it 100% stabby on this mm. show. Um, I honestly think the best thing you can do for if you have somebody that you know that loves to cook, uh, particularly home cooks, is just get them a class on knife skills and, and cutting skills. Like I really think knife skills are like the one thing that most people can do that will improve their cooking the most.
2: Yeah. It's like riding a bike, man. You know, you're going to, you're going to fall over a few times. You're going to fuck yourself up and cut your knees and cut your fingers and cut your arms and whatever. Totally worth it over the time to just be able to know how to house. It's great.
0: Just Knowing how to cut shit. And then like buy them a bag of potatoes and let them practice. Yeah.
2: 50 pound bag of potatoes and a new knife. That's your Christmas <sighs> gift. Oh, that's such a good way to lose a
1: fucking
0: finger there, buddy. Yeah. But, and but
2: that's why you get you mashed t- potatoes out <laughs> of the deal.
0: <laughs> but, but like I said, that's why you give them the class. Because like, I think yeah. it really is the one thing a lot of home cooks could do that would vastly improve their game.
2: The time of someone saying, this is how long I think it takes to prepare this, as opposed to if they actually know how to cut something properly. I mean, holy shit. I've seen people giving them an onion before, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And they're like, I'm going to cut this. I'm like, can I just show you how to cut this real quick? Like, I don't mean to be a dick or anything like that, but I can't sit here and watch you do this for the next hour and a half.
1: Yeah. I've, I've done that many a time. Right.
0: This is but 30 that, seconds max.
1: And, and that's the thing about it, though. That is like, a, that's the gift that keeps on giving. Because if you take, sit down with a person who doesn't mm-hmm. know how to properly dice an onion. Right. And you show them the correct, proper way to dice an onion, they and they actually take to it They'll you da- do that every time. And then they will also teach other yeah, people they will. down the line.
2: Cause they'll be horrified by their friend doing it at their house. And they'll be like, Hey, what are you doing? let me show you something. <laughs> and then you're, there you go.
1: Speaking of chopping and knives, I also would like to recommend buying somebody, um, might be a little bit pricey depending on how much money you want to spend, but a nice chopping block.
2: Yeah. And not a bamboo one. No, the, the, no, the wood no. is too hard. No. Um, Oh, Something good. Give. Cutting board is one that you can cut through with a knife. Yeah. So those plastic ones uh, are good. They're great. The little Ikea ones that are like nine bucks, great. You know, have them for like a month or two and throw, throw them in the trash can. A website you can check out uh, for lots of knives and cutting boards that I like to go to is Corin, uh, yeah. K O R I N.com. Mm-hmm. They're a place in New York. Uh, I like them. You can get actual Japanese style knives for not the price. There's another store in LA. Uh, that has really good knives as well. Um, yeah.
1: Ingrid, do you have a one, a one recommendation? One. Just one. Just one. Just one. Just
2: one. Just say something. Anything. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> Koji? Yeah, Koji. Oh, uh, there you go. How about Koji? See? How? That's why she's the best, dude. <laughs> Ripping the Koji game strong. How is your Koji game going? Dude, uh, we've sh- we gotten some restaurant orders, and people are buying in mass right now, which are is pretty crazy. Are you able to keep up? Yeah, we are. I I got ahead kind of going into this going like, let's have a good par set. So that way, whatever happens, we'll be able to. And you in that it. time, we got on the eater holiday guide, which is crazy. Um, that was fucking crazy. Oh, then on, we got a on there, horrors. on there. Yeah. Yeah. So then now people are buying it and we're starting to have, you know, variations of it. And we have some new kojis that are going to be coming out too. I have a fish koji. That's fucking crazy. Um, just all these like different things that we're doing. Um It's funny. It's funny
1: because on their... you know, on their description of your win or whatever, it's, yeah. it's the first thing it says is does this man sleep? And when I first met you, I mean, that's one of the first questions I asked yeah. you is, you know, how much methamphetamines are you actually losing? I mean,
2: using? I'm on a, like a methamphetamine drip. It's kind of like what diabetic people have where they can like <laughs> push a little button on them.
0: You just hide uh, it in your hair? Insulin.
2: Yeah. I hide it in my hair. It's crazy.
0: Mainland right into your neck.
2: Do you ever see the family guy when he had the bird <laughs> in his beard? Yeah. <laughs> that's like with me and my meth <laughs> and you know, heavy, heavy, heavy Have a Merry Christmas to everybody. That's going to bring us to the end of
1: episode (laughs) 122 of Grill How Long Steak, Mr.?
2: It's still sous vide. It's still another 25 still minutes,
1: sous-vide. chef. That's another thing I'd I buy for somebody. Sous vide.
2: Yeah, buy them a circulator. They're, they're uh, it cheap. doesn't need to be a smart one either. No. It could literally be a dumb one. You can still get the old Sancerra ones that Scott built on Amazon. Uh, or you can get you know the Anova ones or the Chef Steps ones or any of them. Um, great. Great thing to buy. Uh, if you would like to reach
1: out to us on social media, it's going to be Grow how Long Steak Mister at Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Twitter is going to be at how Long Steak Mister. Any questions, comments, arguments, anything like that? Boycotts. Yeah, I'm with that too. Email us at Grow how Long Steak Mister. That's Mr. MR at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to me on social media, I'm going to be at Bobby Stills on pretty much all platforms Twitter, Stills. Instagram, Facebook. And PlayStation Network, come see me, fool. Smash Brothers is out. Me me and Eric Eric are talking about trying to maybe do a Smash Brothers themed uh, party dinner night. I don't know, something like that. That might be fun.
2: I'm gonna get you some stilts for Christmas. You can be Bobby Stilts. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think that'd be fun. Fucking, I'm already a clown.
0: So, uh, no, I hope you're you better somebody that. in mind to replace him When he falls off of them <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah I don't know you know I have, I have many
1: f- injuries That I've fallen I have falling off of buildings it. No
2: it's okay uh, you, can still, you can still use your voice even if you have a broken leg Hello
1: I am Bobby Stills
2: Oh that'd be fun um, Eric
1: social media Eric
2: Rivera cooks auto Seattle It's ADDO Seattle check us out
1: Check us out get that Grinch brunch in
2: Oh my god so good Queef uh,
0: I'm sorry, Guy Fury's love child. <laughs> oh my
2: For all your
1: podcasting, uh, social media, marketing, uh, all that, you know, audio, video stuff, you can pots, reach out pots, to pots, Keith pots, pots. through uh, www.soundcastingnetwork.com. Keith likes to take pictures of graffiti, so you can check him out on Instagram at Beats Noise Lights. Did I get that right? Yeah. All right. I would like to thank Studio 212 for allow, allowing us to record here. I'd like to thank Keith and the Soundcasting Network. I'd like to thank Eric for showing up every week right. and listening to me ramble. I'd like to thank Ingrid for just her positive energy. The ray of sunshine she brings to the room. I want to shout out all the, uh, you know, line monkeys out there grinding away and, uh, you know, saving up that money to buy somebody special something for Christmas. Yeah, I know it's tough this time of year. Or themselves
2: some cocaine. Probably it's more gonna happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Make it snow, That's baby. Most, li- most Make likely the it case. Snow.
2: I was gonna get you something, but <laughs> Why is your nose
1: running? You have a cold? Nope. <laughs> I saw one I saw one of the greatest uh, memes the other day, and it's like, uh, you know. You, oh, it's going to be $15 getting on my show this weekend. It's like, oh, sorry, man. I can't afford that. How much is that bag of cocaine? $80? <laughs> sure, I'll take two. That ain't the truth. I don't know what is. See you next week, guys. Grill, how long steak, mister?
2: Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.